Johnson, and I'm still stuck in this room. Today, I'm going to be talking to Dylan Howe, who is my drummer, and indeed has been many people's drummer. I mean, I'll tell you what, this guy's a fantastic drummer. Oh, thank you. No, no, it's, it has to be said, right? Let's not mess around. I start these things off by asking people how they got into what they're doing. Now, you, you're of an exception because because you are uh, actually born into it, aren't yeah. you? Dylan is in fact the son of Steve Howe of Yes, and so tell us about your childhood. <laughs> uh, it's a thing that many, you know, um, psychiatrists have said to me, and uh, <laughs> and it's been very expensive. All these answers, um, yeah. It, I suppose. Uh, where, where do you begin? Yeah, it's just like it's. A th I think I sometimes forget that for a lot of people, doing music or kind of just having an immediate connection to music, it isn't like a natural thing. Uh, because for me, it just was. So, so it's almost something that that was just in my kind of shorthand. You know. Oh, you you knew like. Um, Music was part of the universe for you when you were a little kid. It, it was definitely a thing which, I mean, I was going to gigs, uh, you know, when I was like knee high kind of thing. I remember going to the Rainbow when I was about five or something. And that's the first time I saw my dad on stage. And and I remember it really strongly um, because it it was so exciting and unusual and it was dark and, and, and it was, and inside the Rainbow, uh, which I'm sure you um, remember it. Uh, I do indeed. When it was open, um, it it was so kind of um, unusual inside with with all the stuff on the on. That was a, it. Was a beautiful. It had a kind of cinema. Yeah, there was a beautiful Yeah, all the all the murals. What they sort of Egypt or something. Exactly, it's a sort of Egyptology thing, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. lovely, and all the lights, and so. There was a really funny thing, which which I always remember, is that I didn't know where I was going or, or kind of what was going to happen. But I remember kind of, uh, you know, we were in a box. It was uh, me and my mum, kind of on the side of the of the of the stage, like above it. And then I, I know the very place you mean. Yes. And I didn't know kind of what to expect. And then it all went dark. And I thought, okay. And then, and then it's like racket. There's an enormous noise. It's like, what the hell's that? And then I saw my dad on the stage, and I was like, what's he doing there? What's what's happening? And he's like, wow, just there with a guitar, and everyone's like standing up and are like yeah. really kind of into what he's doing. And there's yeah. this energy thing. And then I was like, wow. I don't understand it or what's what's happening, but that's my dad there, and and he's doing something really good, yeah. and it's quite loud, and, and so it was like the first kind of, it was like the way in to. So, uh, was, that kind of, was that say the moment you became a musician, or maybe it was the moment that I felt just like a just like a mind blowing experience. It was a, yeah, mind blowing thing, and. And also, I think it was the first time I kind of properly seen a drummer, and it's sort of easier to understand what a drummer's doing as it's not so kind of micro because, like on a guitar on a on anything else, it's all like tiny hand hand kind of movements. Whereas on the drums, I could kind of understand what he was doing and like how he was getting the sound out. So, so that that was a, definitely a kind of switch on a light or a kind of you know so, so it was in fact it was in fact the drums that you went yeah for. it was funny that i was drawn to the drums that i think i think there were a few times where i went to a rehearsal uh with my dad or, or he was doing some recording and and i was just automatically kind of drawn to kind of sitting at at a kit if i could and stuff and just sort of messing about on it and and you know 
often a few of the drummers that he was playing with would would sort of say oh you know here's here's how you do this beat or a thing or or like the the beat uh it's the sort of don't bat don't bat thing wow. and so if you can do that you're kind of okay but if you can't do that quickly or, or uh, at, you're you're like not going to be able to do it so you've got to feel that <laughs> yeah it's a funny kind of thing you, you've got to have that natural aptitude just to do that where you you understand splitting your kind of your hands and your feet and and so that definitely it kind of it was always there and and so definitely uh had an impact on me and, and it was accessible so it wasn't something mysterious or, or that other people did i i had a direct um yeah. line into it so so, well, so it's, it's exactly i mean my, my line into it was like like a sort of a drunkard's walk home i mean i just i i got into it completely accidentally yeah yeah which you 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 uh so was it it was the drums in fact that you really went for right away yeah straight away yeah it was a funny one the guitar. no no i never really gravitated i like the sound of it and I, I think it might have been because i was able to play with my dad uh so that it there was a thing going on there so because i mean in our old house here the studio up upstairs like like a like a really small uh kind of live area and he um had a kit in there so so from from quite an early age to sort of thrash about on it and he would sort of try to join in with me and and, and then yeah so 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 what, what, um, what age would you have been when you when you started playing uh, or maybe like uh it's really hard to know like or something or I, re I remember it's kind of uh, yeah I remember when I was about 10 I did a gig in in my school hall uh just with a guitarist and me that uh, so that was like the first time I ever played kind of in front of other people and and I didn't really have any kind of inhibition about it I mean I I don't know how it sounded but but it was just something I like to do, really. Yeah. <laughs> so, so right away, you you were a drummer. You knew. Yeah, I don't know how it happened, really. Just kind of, yeah. Um, and then and then just 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 always being kind of into it, and then just always in school and outside of school, playing in, uh, you know, uh, kind of groups that in uh, that sort of other people in the class or in or in other schools were getting together. So. So it's very, it was very much like uh, that was all I was into doing, kind of thing. Uh, and so, uh, what what year was this? What what? Okay, so we're talking about sort of like early eighties, I, I suppose. So, uh, and, and and with your first little bands and that, what what kind of thing were you playing? Uh, yeah, good question. Yeah, I, we were, we were, I think you would classify most of the band is kind of into the clash and and uh some of them <laughs> like you too or it was kind of what was in the charts and uh, so so there was there was that kind of there was a divide uh, after a while because that was all very well at first but but then me and the um the um piano player we were kind of getting into funk and into soul and stuff and everyone was like uh we can't do that <laughs> We don't know what to do, you know. And then don't even say jazz or anything because everyone was like, no, no. <laughs> so it was really, it, it, so it was like an indie kind of thing at first, and yeah. not that into that kind of thing. And and then and then I was starting to understand and you know discover soul and funk and jazz. And, and then, so what 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 kind of thing do you think you were you were aiming at was it a jazz thing or I, I definitely wanted to play with like stevie wonder or something or or or, or kind of just like i really liked uh what i was hearing generally from like that kind of thing you know black american music so so i kind of got that early on that whole thing where whereas i i suddenly everything else was sort of under under it yes <laughs> no, I, I, I can imagine that for, for a drama yeah, be, yeah. Uh, I mean, kids, kids when they first start learn to play they're, they're just 
playing that thing we were just doing. <laughs> exactly, exactly that. Oh, and, uh, oh, and yeah, when you when you get onto some some tasty music of, of various kinds, whether it's soul or you know the the drums just become become so much more. Exactly, you 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 see that that it's it's so much more kind of interesting, or or there's a lot more to kind of. Uh, do or, or to it, it's just much better so so trying to sort of understand like swung rhythms and and like how to do well not solos but but just to make it like more kind of interesting than the kind of sort of music you know so and and, and of course all the songs are much better and and, and the feel so it's all it is all about that then and um and so I didn't really understand what jazz was. It was like too advanced for me. I didn't know what was going on. I was like, oh, were, were there any particular dramas that you listened to, first of all? Well, definitely in those early, early days. I mean, I suppose I, I thought that like, you know, Stevie Wonder, he was on a lot of his own tracks and he sounded great. And then I thought, I didn't know like a lot of the sort of names of the guys in those sort of early uh, early days, but I like like Stuart Copeland as well. Uh, I liked Phil Collins. I yeah, it was that it was that kind of early eighties where I I hadn't got into into it, but I was understanding uh, a lot of people uh, that I would always like 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 uh, and and then i started to realize that what it was to be like a session musician and i saw lots of the names of the players that were on like loads of albums of loads of different people and so i think i was about maybe 16 and i started to realize that that's what i'd like to do is to be good enough to be able to play with lots of people i like and so okay. it's thing so so then that's the turning point when you when you think i want to how do i get that good how, you know how does that work how do i play with all the people that i like and and um and kind of like that's what i do and so yeah and then it's the beginning of the whole thing isn't it then you know yeah i, I, serious, you know. I, I have to tell the folks that dearly young woman when we play well when we used to play <laughs> yeah. Our sets, right? Every, everyone gets a solo or something. And D Dylan's uh, a drum solo is—I mean, you, you're usually the two words "drum solo." Oh, I know. It's like run away. away, you know, like. Uh, but <laughs> Dylan's solos that—they're—they're they're little masterpieces. They oh, storm with the audience. And oh, what, what is absolutely incredible to me is every night is different. I suppose it is sometimes. Yeah, I think. No, man, it is. You got, you got. You, I, I, I you definitely. Get, you, you get know. into twelve bars of. You know. Yeah, yeah I feel. I feel like I want to do so, just sort of get an idea, run with that, but stay inside the kind of structure. But yeah, I, it's a. I think because a lot of people that. Um, Drum solos, you know, uh, and I agree, can be really tedious and like, what's oh, going on? Absolutely, it's a shame, really. I mean, I mean, I mean, when I first started, you know, yeah, we used to do, we, we solved this drum solo problem. But <laughs> I, I mean, Savvy was enthusiastic, but not, you know, the drum solo problem. Yeah, I, I mean, but so what we used to do is, I do this solo, I go bang on the bass. Norman Watright, Norman does his. Uh, Solo, yeah. yeah, and then I turn around and, uh, and go, Oh, the drum, Salvatore Romando, and he go crap. And we would just have 12 bars of silence, oh, right? Okay, like, well, was that's it, you see. <laughs> Solos <laughs> are where it's at, uh, yeah, true, true. Well, sometimes it goes, Yeah, I mean, it's like, um, it's a thing, isn't it? It's so uh, everyone's got some, some are into doing it other people are just into the groove thing and and yeah i mean it's difficult to to do both things you know because um because it, it, i suppose i i'm just like really into like the history of the of the instrument and 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 all of the great players that have inspired me so so i kind of think oh i i they're always in my head 
you know, always going going kind of around it. So, so yeah, you've got that going on in your head. Yeah, I definitely do. Walking around, you're all, walking all around their, your room. All their things, you know, all their, yeah. you know, all their great playing and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I suppose sometimes it comes out in all sorts of different ways, you know. So, what what was the first uh, serious band you played with? Ah, well, I did. It was a funny one because I didn't go to um, university or even do A levels or anything. I I I I, I worked uh, in little jobs, kind of in um, various kind of like weird like shop jobs or supermarket wow. jobs, kind of straight out of um, O levels. And then and then within a couple of years, I was playing uh, most nights of the week at, actually. So I kind of transition to being like a kind of uh it was my living quite early like late teens really so so it was funny I, I was just doing all those kind of like um club sort of every night of the week there was something going on but but it took a while to kind of as it does you, to establish yourself or or to meet kind of other people so i one of the first kind of um, gigs I did, which was sort of like not like huge, but but I was on the TV every day of the week. Uh, I was doing this show called Light Lunch, and and that and that was like not like a kind of credible thing in a way, but it was it was high profile, so a lot of people kind of saw. Oh, so you were on the telly. Yeah, yeah, I was on. What? What was it? Was it, was house band. Band. it was a, it was an afternoon. It sounds really funny, but it was an afternoon kind of uh, comedy show that had a live band, and the whole thing was live. And and so we would just sort of do all these little stings, and and then also do um, uh, like you know, if there was an uh, like a person on there, we would like uh, you know play with them. So so it it was like. We, it got like loads of. It was like really, really popular, and I think I think that's how Ian Jury saw me. Uh, I think he saw me one afternoon on that or something, and then, and then he kind of spoke to other people about me, and and I'd done like a few things with Chaz and also with David Payne and stuff. So we're, we're talking blockheads here. Yeah, yeah. So so we're, so we're getting into that really, which which has been which is like the gateway to. So what, what was enduring the blockades? Was that your first serious thing? I I think it 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 was the first thing that I felt was credible. Uh, I'd done lots of other things which were with kind of like soul bands from the you know from the sixties or kind of slightly cabaret things or yeah, just yeah. kind of like earning a living stuff or or which which was good in its way and I and I was learning but, but I think the sort of Ian and the blocks thing was was the first thing that I could say to other people and they'll go, oh yeah, I know that. Oh yeah, that's that's a good thing. You know, that's kind of a kind of that's gig. Right, you know. <laughs> so so I felt I felt like, yeah, great. Uh, so so that so that was quite a kind of uh uh that was a turning point. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um and that was like mid nineties or ninety six or seven or something like that. So so yeah for like uh six or seven years I've been kind of just on the scene in London, just doing every, anything and everything I could. And then doing the TV thing, the, you know, uh, and then Ian uh, for a few years, that that kind of opened lots of things up really. And and then, um, and then I mean, at the same time, yeah, I was doing quite a lot of kind of pop um, session work and touring, you know, um, which was which was good actually, but, but I, I just always had this kind of, frustration i suppose you know i'm not i'm not really into being like a pop drummer or you know yeah, and yeah. I found the music it, it, it's like we'll be playing in like you know like arenas and it was full and but then it's like children you're playing to children i'm thinking they don't understand anything i'm doing i'm just like yeah. I, I might as well be just like on tape or something. It's just like, uh, I know, you know, to play to eight year olds who are like sort of going, yay, and stuff, you're thinking, <laughs> what the hell are you doing? 
so so to play with you to play with the blockhead to play with my dad to play with you know sort of different people was was a real antidote to that so so i I know from you know from my own uh, time with the blockheads it was it it was a great band it was was slightly different by the time you joined but but it had had norman yeah yeah. uh, mickey and johnny and and uh they were a great band and of course ian ian was so um Ian was so popular that yeah. it, it was great to be in front of those audiences. I think, I think that's, yeah, that, that, that's a lot to do with the thing is, is that with, with the things that I've done that I've thought was, were special or I've, I've enjoyed a lot is that when the people are, are individual, like yourself and like Ian and like lots of the blockheads, they're like, they're like not afraid to be themselves in all their eccentricity and that's also the reason that they are successful is that they know kind of who they are and they are really unusual because i mean all all of these guys are pretty unusual (laughs) you know i mean especially the as i was kind of i was the youngest by quite a bit so they were like my kind of uncles you know my kindly eccentric drug-taking lunatic uncles you know it was great so the stories you know just like endless stories and great things and 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 you know because I was like 25 or something so so I was pretty yeah you looked about three yeah yeah, I I was really I was really young in in every way so so it 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 was a it was an education and and it it was eye-opening and uh but but yeah, it, the feeling it was a different thing when you saw the audience was just so into them and 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 everybody individually as well. And then oh, yes, that was a fantastic yeah. thing about the, about the blockheads because I say Ian obviously obviously was people loved him, but they yeah. also loved each guy in the band. I mean, yeah particularly Norman but yeah because they all had a everybody would take solos and the the band were really good musically yeah yeah that that was the thing I was thinking like kind of what I was saying earlier on is that I was really proud to be in the blockheads because it was a bit like saying I'm kind of good enough to play with these guys and these guys have been on like loads of albums with loads of different people so and they've been like hired as 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 a group you know for other people so so that that kind of made me feel really good you know i felt like oh yeah yeah okay i'm kind of i am starting to go in the right direction now and 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 this is really good so so it's kind of because they were like um they're like the wrecking crew but sort of you know from but over here kind of thing and they're like the kind of um they yeah, were, uh, i think i think there was always kind of ambitions to uh, to set the blockheads up like that, so yeah. that they would they would be a thing. They you should know, people would go and do their albums with the blockheads. Yeah, I mean, some people did it, didn't they? And then like Trevor Horn hired them a few times for that sort of thing. And but it, it it's very hard to herd cats, though, isn't it? <laughs> you know, they are they are very they've got a mind of their own, and they want to all do different things, don't they? So so it's a kind of um, you know it's. It, you need a kind of strong leader and I think Ian helped to marshal them and Chaz as well but but with Ian gone it it, it was harder then because it's then like oh. well, who's the leader we all are no you're not we yeah, all no, are. I mean you know even during my time with the blockheads when it was uh, with uh, Ian and everything there, there were god they could get in some rows oh I bet yeah, shouting them. <laughs> it's like, it, it, yeah, <laughs> and it was really good for me because I'd kind of been asked to join the blockage, yeah. you know, and I was like a star guest kind of thing. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, let's wheel him in, and uh, <laughs> and, uh, and it, 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 it as it happened. It, I mean, I I jumped at the chance to play, but particularly because I I just loved uh, Norman's playing so much. Yeah, and, yeah. When he asked me, actually at the Rainbow. Really? <laughs> yes. See, that, I mean that venue. Why is not a venue anymore? It's just so sad. It's such it, a yeah. massive. It, space. Yeah, really great. A good position in London as well. It's just 
you know, but some kind of Harry Krishna place now or something. It's, 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 yeah, I think it's been like an evangelical thing. Yeah. Or, uh, it should be Lord have mercy, really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it is it's interesting because I mean, it is. Uh, it was really unusual for me as well because I've been in that kind of realm of like you know pro musicians that were just like kind of like the jobbing players you know to be in amongst a whole bunch of people that were like a group of like uh individuals and they're not cowtowing absolutely it was just yeah. it was just great because uh, everybody on that stage was was uh, doing the thing and uh, yeah, it was really unusual and and, it and also it's the first time that i'd ever seen um um, I, I'd ever experienced that that everything was split equally uh, with like the live thing, and uh, and I was like, wow, it's like a kind of uh, it's like a kind of democratic uh, socialist uh, approach to everything, uh, and and I was very kind of it's like, wow, this is really unusual because all all the things I've done before, it's like uh, it's the singer or, or like the leader, and they. Yeah just get an undisclosed amount and then, then the band is handed this little 50 quid sort of thing oh, that's... <laughs> you know, whereas, whereas this is like right here's the total it's a it's a split yes yes that's certainly always the way i'd like to do it yeah and that's the same with you i mean i was like just like knocked out by that i thought wow so that can happen and and that's like why it's a good sort of atmosphere in the thing and and absolutely if, it, yeah. if it, everybody's yeah yeah wow well you know because they're doing a job it, it was just really uh eye-opening for me and and it is unusual but it's like a real band you know because i suppose i i had felt that there wasn't such a thing as a band you know what i mean i i, I thought there's always a hierarchy and there's always a kind of we're in yes. trouble and yeah. Yeah, and I got a bit down about it. I suppose really through kind of experiencing all of the various other gigs I was doing, and it was a bit like, oh, this is soul destroying, really. But so it was like refreshing to. to uh, yeah, I, I mean, absolutely. To me, when uh, Ian asked me to to uh, join the Blockheads and play, yeah. it was because because they were so good. It was great to be on the stage. Yeah. The, the fantastic band on Charlie Charlie. Yeah, Charlie, Charlie and Norman. Thing. Yeah. And uh, so, like, I, I, I had my little squirt, my 15 minutes, uh, uh, Dr. Feelgood, you know, and I'd, I'd sort of been for all that. And then, yeah, yeah, but that, that was then, then I'd ended up on the road, you know, yeah, yeah. To, get back, to get back in the blockage because they were so famous again. And what yeah. was even better was not, not being the front man. Yeah, so all the pressure's off. You've got a fantastic front oh. You've got Ian Jury and me. I could just, I could just, just, just be able to stand back and, and play with the rhythm section. That's right. And, and, and have an audience really, really going for it. That, yeah, it, yeah. It was, that is, that's really great. Yes. Yeah, I mean, that is, that is, that's great. It's, you know, it's a shame it couldn't have gone on for longer for everybody, really. But, um, but, but then again, Ian was so, he was so contrary uh, and he oh. would self-sabotage himself or i mean i i kind of heard that when they finally got successful he said oh, all right i'm going on a holiday for a year and they're like no you're not you know as you do like really kind of ian, ian, ian uh, could certainly be uh, difficult yeah i yeah. think uh, which another thing actually that that uh, I really enjoyed about the band, you know, because I was a sort of a, a new member, if you like, and the, the band was already established and all that, and all the all the kind of hatreds and the uh, and it, <laughs> all these kind of things were going. These terrible arguments, you know, people really, you know, really getting upset and screaming at each other, and I'm. Just, I'm just sitting there enjoying it all. Yeah, yeah it's nothing to do with me. You know, thank you. Yeah, that is, that's a luxury. That, that is, that's great. Because, yeah, they, they have got stuff, you know, things to gripe and, you know. Oh, but they got, and it, got, it, got, it goes back, you know, into the, into the gloomy past, you know. Yeah. There are all these uh, issues and that, that you, they're nothing to do with you. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> 
Blimey, yeah. you played with that's been good? Well, um, I've done lots of things with my dad, and 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 we've done some good, uh, you know, albums, some good touring stuff, and and I've done kind of various things with um, lots of jazz people and stuff, and um, and it's just I, I I don't know, I'm just sort of when anyone asks me that, I just can't remember, <laughs> but, but lots of good things, you know. us about uh, yes and uh, was it the rock and roll hall of fame oh I've, when i yeah when I've went, there, were, there were two lots of them oh wow yeah it's a it's, it's <laughs> i don't want to talk about it bizarre story yeah yeah it's like um with with a lot of these bands they they, they get older they they fall out and then they kind of splinter off and then they say I've got my band and this one's the real one. And then, and then someone else goes, I've got one and it's the real one too. And, and so you've got all that going on. Yeah, I mean, it. it we so, were you, you, so you, they, they, they were in, was it inducted into the rock and roll? Yeah. yeah. And uh, there were two lots of them, weren't there? Yeah. Um, you witnessed this. There were, I witnessed, yeah, yeah. It, it was animosity. Well, it was just downright blanking. I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> two tables next to each other, not speaking to each other. Lots That's brilliant. I love that. Oh, They're going to get this major kind of accolade. Yeah, it was like... Well, lots of them gnashing their teeth at oh, each other. It's so sort of funny and sad. It was very interesting uh, observing it. I mean, it's like um, people just get, uh, get... When they get older, they, they seem to really, I don't know, get really... Uh, the all the kind of animosity is really solidified you know we were talking about in the blockheads you know and they got their things but imagine if you like tripled the amount of time and the amount of success so or if not add on a zero or something so so it's like um and especially because they're that 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 whole sort of you know like uh what was going on in the 70s and the and how everything was uh, so, in a way, vulgar, really, <laughs> with the success, the kind of showing of it. You know, it was really kind of, so it's, it, it's such a, it's very complex. Uh, and because and, and, you've got these like really good musicians and and um, and then they, and then it all goes massive and then, and then they get upset with each other and then, and then they've got a manager that, you know, goes wrong and then they're owed money and, and then it just like calcifies, you know, for like 20 or 30 years, you yeah. know, and then say, hey, why don't you guys all come to, uh, you know, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and, and like really have a bad time, you know, <laughs> that's what they do. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I I try to act like a peacekeeper in a way because I'm, because I'm like the kid, you know, the diplomat of the drums. Yeah, yeah. And, and just like... Um, it didn't really work. Yeah. So I don't know. I think everyone should just, you know, by now, everyone is old enough to just, just be nice to each other and just forget but, uh, it. Absolutely. I, I mean, uh, although I mean, I suppose in the, when I was in the Blockheads, for instance, we were, uh, I suppose you'd call middle-aged. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and uh, which means uh, in the rock and roll, you, you still have pretensions to youth. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely put. Yeah, I know the feeling. I'm in it right now. <laughs> and uh, and uh, the, the, the the it was funny, like the, 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 these these arguments and and uh, but to but to think to to think of going to a big event like this rock and roll hall of fame or something. Yeah kind of gnashing your teeth at each other. I mean, surely you could just put your arms around each other's shoulders and give it a smile. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you got this far. I mean, it's so funny, isn't it? Because because you you can never really understand why anybody acts the way they do. It's, it's so individual and it's so kind of, you can try and analyze it, but but it's it's down to just maybe even on the day, 
you know they got up on the wrong side on it it's that, but but they are in their own ways all of them eccentric and and uh, kind of special and so it's um you know I, this is like the kind of original lineup because there's been like loads of lineups yeah but i mean i know i know that uh in you know, in my time with Dr. Philgood, which is like yeah. probably, I don't know, it was probably two years or three years, it all happened. But you know, we tried a lot of things off. You know, it was so, it was uh, so, I, I really I was uh, yeah, I was quite important in that band I mean, right, yeah. and stuff like that. And uh, you were the reason, really. That I, I do have to. Yes, I have to say that I, I, I was. A, I get very depressed, you know. Yeah, well, it's difficult. That makes me. It was such a terrible arguments, you know. Well, arguments yeah. was me shouting at everyone else, I think, and uh, which we, we finally exploded. Like, so we didn't we didn't advance into middle age like this. I just no, no. But, but was it not the thing that joke? And I carried on doing my own thing. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it was it not that you were always not quite like everybody else in the group. I mean. Lee and you were kind of similar in your own sort of individuality, but uh, you didn't have an ally. Uh, did you feel like on your own in it, kind of a bit? Uh, no. I, no, I, don't, no, I, I mean, the thing, the thing was, it, I it, it was lonely or something for you to be. Yeah, it started uh, off, and we, we suddenly started getting successful. It was very successful, and most of the attention actually was what on me and Lee Brillo, the singer. Yeah. And uh, people used people used to think that there were, I don't know, there, there was uh, there was some rivalry or something like that. Right. I there was because I, I think actually we used, I thought we, I thought we were a good double act. Definitely. I mean, yeah, I think I cared about it more. Okay. You know, okay. Like, yeah. I cared about every little thing at first. You well, you know, like you when you when you're making your first record, you're okay, yeah. worried about every little thing, or you you, you know, like you know, and I you know, I used to used to get uptight sometimes. Well it showed no, but that's that's the reason that it was successful though, surely. Because that kind of, you know, actual attention. Oh, there were certainly yeah. in the thing we were putting across on stage was, yeah, yeah. You know, people used to think, what is the all this all, all this kind of anger and violence and, and yeah, yeah, it wasn't. Although, although it was, uh, yes, it was, and that was the kick of it, I think. But yeah. really, it was just, it was just some blokes playing cops and robbers, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> anger, you know, but it was entertaining. I think that people used to take it like that. Right. Um, no, but it's, it, it was really like a necessary thing, which ironically was, was, was the antidote to everything that like my dad was doing. So you like had to come along and like smash it up. And, no, we've not had enough of that. Let's have something that's, that's, that's more kind of, Real and 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 is and isn't a kind of sub astral or or kind of aiming up. I must admit, once it started happening, we uh, we started playing in London. It got getting very very uh, popular. Yeah, we were playing something that was just so much more basic and, and than what had been going on in the early seventies. Uh, yeah, sort of uh, and uh, yeah. after a while, it did it did feel. I mean, I felt that we were like, we had something to prove. We were like right. a bit of a crusade, you know, rock and roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, that was really good about it. But when that that also could turn negative, yeah, uh, there were some frightful scenes between me and, me and uh, Lee. I know. I, yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. It's a shame, isn't it? But but sometimes the thing that that, that is at the kind of nexus of, of why it actually works is also the thing that like makes it stop or blow up doesn't it really yeah, but maybe but it's more i don't know it's more fun when it's just fun i mean it's <laughs> like when, you know a show or something and there'll be there'll be some flare-up between between me and lee yeah. and we're everything and blow more or less squaring up to each other you know and uh, and, and then you go out and do a gig 
And people, people we used to say, you, you do that deliberately, don't you? So to wind yourself up, for the I'm going, no, no, we just had a bloody argument. Yeah, bloody well. Uh, I mean, I, 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 I preferred it when it, when it was happy, when it was funny. Right, yeah. yeah. Be violently funny. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, special times, definitely. Really. Yeah. Yeah, unusual. And, uh, who else you played with that's been good? Um, well, my my mind is sort of uh, there's there's like a rolodex sort of spinning in my head at the moment. I'm trying trying to think of something good or funny, and 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 um, I don't know really. Just 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 like I've done quite a lot of things with like uh, the kind of soul guys from from like the sixties and seventies. You know, uh, actually with Norman, we we were kind of hired occasionally as a as like a rhythm section and, and um, oh wow, that's, that, that's great. I yeah, mean, yeah. You, like you, you're working with Yanks, like you know. Yeah, yeah, and they. Yeah, kind no, of, I mean, it's really good for to, 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 to go pay a like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do it. All of that kind of stuff. Yeah, we we um we often did that, and and I mean, yeah, it's just so um just I mean. I think I kind of got, I, I got very obsessed with like jazz and, and so I kind of wanted to do that. And so I started to do my own group and, and, and I just got like, like, well, I still am in the same kind of thing. I like really into a certain era of American jazz, you know, like kind of like the blue note 60s sort of um, yeah. time. And so, so I've done like, a lot of things that I put like a lot of energy into into doing that and albums and tours and and so on this kind of weird like I I I often think lots of the rock guys you know they kind of think I'm a jazz guy and the jazz guys think I'm a rock guy so I've I've created this this almost impossible uh, kind of uh, yeah, yeah no no it's uh, it's real scenario. I can't, also, yeah, I mean, I, oh, I'm so lazy, you know, I can't, I can't do it. I, right, I can't try, when was it? Some years ago, we were in a dressing room and there was a piano. And oh, I showed you. There were some chords, that, it was at uh, <laughs> St. Edmunds, that really nice um, place we used to play. Uh, and you were just all, all over the piano. And I, yeah, was well, like, I, I just, I, 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 there's this nice piano in the dressing room and I'm, and I'm, I showed Dylan how to how to vamp out a twelve bar in C, right? So it's not too many black notes. <laughs> and uh, and uh, he starts. You've he's learned to play, man. You're really good now, aren't you? On the, on the and you can read music and all sorts of frightful things. Yeah, yeah. I've been working on that quite a lot. Yeah, I, I, it was a it was a thing. I was always like, I've got to learn, you know, like properly to play the piano and and read everything and 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 so i've been uh, i've been spending a lot of time on that yeah yeah and it's um it's great actually to yeah it's a man you, you <laughs> I, I remember i don't know some years two or three yeah, years ago yeah. or something and we were we were on the train uh, going we were on the train <laughs> we were on the train and i was sitting yeah. next to my son at Simon, and these two uh Ladies got on, and they'd obviously been having a drink, and they were out on the razzle right? <laughs> right. in this first-class compartment. So we, we're sitting across, and they start talking to us, and, and we're talking to them, and, and uh, I, I go, they go, they go, oh, what, 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 you do? what? I, I said, oh, we're musicians, and I sort of swept my arm around to where you were, and you were sitting there with headphones on and a little keyboard and yeah. and, and play, sitting there on the side with musicians, doink. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I used to bring those keyboards everywhere. Yeah. Trying to sit up on a train, you know, yeah. with the headphones and the iPad and the thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's become another obsession, you know, but... but um, that was really funny because you know it's like as if you need proof he's over there <laughs> you know, doing, doing his little concerto on the, the headphones you know. 
I mean, I just hope that at some point we get to play again. You know, it's great to oh, get out there. Yeah, I mean, uh, what do you reckon? Well, as far as music goes, I mean, you really can't do anything. You can't have a play in your no. front room, or the neighbours will get upset. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even, even at the start of it, when everyone was going out and rattling saucepans and, and oh, yeah, yeah. I just stayed indoors I'm <laughs> making all that row. <laughs> no, I'm not getting involved with that. <laughs> oh blimey, yeah, it's just crazy. Well, yeah, don't know really. It's just like we're gonna get through it and and then we're gonna carry on. We're gonna do our thing. Yes, we will. Yes, <laughs> stay up. We're gonna do it. Yeah, oh, we're gonna come back and everyone's gonna be like, oh, yeah. It's gonna be, but I mean, they're, they're, they're oh, what do you think? What do you think? Do you think? Uh, do you think music will change? Well, it, it saddened me in quite a lot of ways that, that it's shown that most people don't give a crap about us. <laughs> I know it's really kind of harsh to say, and maybe I'm wrong, but but generally, it, I mean, especially with the government and, and with with the general, you know, feeling and um, and with the fact that like. I, I suppose it, you know everyone is expect uh, is has gotten used to getting music free, and now and and they can't really understand. Uh, I don't think that they've started to put it all together. That you know, if you don't have any musicians that, to make the music, you're not going to be able to get it for free anyway, mate. And and they're all like, well, yeah. I mean, I, I'm kind of safety net. I mean, yeah, we we both sort of spoken about how, you know, when, when we uh, learn to play, you know, and you, you're kind of young and, and, and see something, you think, oh, I'd like to do that. And mm. Of course, there's all this time. Yeah. Haven't, haven't seen music being... It's a really good point, that, actually, because... You know, and will, will, there, will there be a kind of lack of, of you know, because it's... it's... Yeah, it's a, it's a very good point. I mean, I mean, I thought about that. There could be this kind of uh empty uh i mean if we were just starting out and this happened then it would can't get a proper job change everything <laughs> Couldn't, could we? yeah I, 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 so even that too yeah i mean so uh, i i mean one thing that i thought i suppose is that even more than ever being a musician is just going to be an option for the middle classes or sort of elite you know no one that is in the working classes is going to ever think it's 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 a thing that you could do so so uh as it's just like been like wiped out almost you know so well, I mean, we should we shall see we shall see you know i mean when i think of you know I, you know i've spent my life doing it. i don't know how i just got into it <laughs> but it's a, it's just a thing you know twang yeah. guitar and yeah and, uh, people would do it and people would do it and you get certain periods when what they're playing is crap. Hmm. Other peri periods when young folks come up d uh, doing something. Yeah. I'm just, but, but 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 when people learn to play uh, and you know get inspired to make music, yeah. it's usually a result of, of having seen some musicians yeah. playing, and that has been going all this time when nobody can see musicians playing. Yeah, that, that's such a good point because you 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 got to have that thing where you're kind of, uh, it's like an electric, uh, it's a thing where you're in a room with another person and a group yeah. get something and, yes. and it sparks you. And, and that's yeah, yeah. That you, it's so exciting. Is it? Yeah. I mean, I still got that feeling I had when I was younger, you know, and it's sort of in inside me, but, but for other people, if they can't do that or, or if it's, it's not the same to just have a look at like a YouTube thing and and to try and you know, ape no, something. it's not. It's the, I mean that that feeling of uh, when you when you see a great band and uh, oh. a gig uh, and, it, and it, 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 it it's so exciting. Yeah, you want to do it and uh, yeah. well, let's let's hope that when when we finally make our way out of this uh, subterranean existence, yeah, <laughs> chaps will will. Uh, and chapter, I, mean, yeah. I think that that it, maybe you know something good to imagine is that how it will feel for everyone to come out again, and it'll be such a sort of euphoric 
of atmosphere when it's finally all clear and everyone will be going to gigs and going out. <laughs> it, it could be it's such a dream. I mean, as I say, I try not to think about it because it because it's it, it, it's such a bring down to think you don't you don't know when you'll do it. But you saying that, and I've I've I remember that that kick. It, yeah. You can't buy it, can you? No, it's, no, it's possible. You can't buy it. Can't yeah, and, and uh, yeah, young folks have got, have got, they've got to feel that thing. And, and yeah, yeah. Whatever kind of music, that, that kick, and yeah. that, that will get them going. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's a, <laughs> yeah definitely. <laughs> yeah. Well then. Yeah. Well, it was a good chat, you know, nice to. Nice to see you. And, because I keep on getting these things um, like in the morning or in the afternoon, I think it's this time of year we would be in like Finland or we'd be going to Norway or in a car somewhere going going to play a gig. And it just it's like, but that's not happening. <laughs> I, would, I would be in Japan. Yeah, or in Japan. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't it be great? I mean, it's funny, isn't it? Because you associate, you know, certain, you know, seasons or just stuff because of what we've been doing for so long. You know. Yeah. Hmm. It will come back. It will come back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice one. Hi, right, it's me, Wilco Johnson, and I was talking to Dylan Howe. Actually, uh, Dylan's got some great albums out, if you want to check them out. There's one in particular called Subterranean, that he does uh, like David Bowie stuff, and uh, David Bowie himself described this album as top-notch. So, if you want to check those out, look on uh, Dylan Howe's uh, website, and um, see you next time. I'd like to... Uh, Thank our producer, Jim Drury, and uh, away we go.